Before we get into this episode of Small Doses, want to remind you all to check out SFB Society. SFB Society is our membership-only platform where we give you a safe space to not only fight the power, but also fight for your joy while doing it. Looking for a community where you can keep it real, where you can keep it funky, but also you can keep it fun? Well, SFB Society is your place because we have got a space where you can meet new people, learn about new things, interact, and have the protection of us making sure that no trolls, no Karens, and no hoteps come on in and mess up your vibe. So make sure to check out sfbsociety.com today and get on in on the good stuff. Also want to let you know that SFB's YouTube is now in full effect. That's right. You can now get Smart, Funny, and Black content on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Smart, Funny, and Black. We're giving you new videos every week. I got characters, I got commentary, and more. So what do you want to do? You want to go over there, you want to subscribe, you want to share, you want to comment, you want to give a thumbs up, and you want to show love to letting us know that you want conscious, comedic content all for the black community. Because that's what we got and that's what we're giving. Check Check it out, Smart, Funny, and Black on YouTube now and pop it. Small doses, some help from the hip. Small doses, we're talking that shit. Small doses, and keeping it real. Small doses, with me and Nancy Seals. It's so funky. <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of Small Doses. This is side effects of the BET Awards 2020. Now, I hosted the BET Awards this year, and of course, this year has been so far. It's been like seven years in one year. It's been a journey. At the time of the BET Awards, we had just really stepped into the throes of this new eruption of consciousness around the civil rights movement. And it felt more important than ever that we do an award show that speaks to the culture in a real honest and earnest way that I feel like a lot of folks haven't assigned to BET in past years. But we also, at the end of the day, a lot of us understand that the BET Awards itself is the premier event for BET. And it's the one thing that even if you don't watch BET, we all gather around to watch the BET Awards. And when I say we all, I mean Black America and the world. So to be tapped to host this year's BET Awards was an incredible honor that that I just really hadn't even put my name in the hat to do. I got a call from Jesse Collins the day after the news had come out that I had left the real. Jesse calls me, not even knowing that I had left the real, by the way. He FaceTimes me like, you want to host the BET Awards? I'm like, are you, are you doing it? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. So that was how that happened. And a lot of times people really don't know how things happen in this business, but sometimes it requires a bunch of contracts and a bunch of all types of BS and whatnot and hoops and whatnot. But other times it doesn't. And it feels like when there aren't all of those hoops, that it's like the way that it's supposed to be. Now, in the case of this year's BET Awards, I got it real easy. Oh, Lord, the journey there, the journey there was a struggle, but it was a beautiful struggle in hindsight. And for what it's worth, it ended up being essential to just the story of how it went down. And I felt like I wanted to do an episode where I talked to the, all the different individuals that were a part of my process and my journey in doing this show, because for me, it was a turning point in my career, just in the sense that every Black comic wants to eventually host the BET Awards. 
And now I feel like very honored that I have joined a small camaraderie a small club, a society, if you will, of individuals who have had the honor to do that. And in this particular time and place, I felt even more honored because I knew that it's the uniqueness of how much I really plant a flag in making sure that my content is as smart as it is funny, as it is black, that made me the right person for hosting this year. And people could hate or not like or whatever, but if you didn't like this awards, that's your own shit. And you should talk to a therapist about that because you hate it. So on this episode, we will have interviews with the producers of the awards, Jesse Collins and Dion Harmon of Jesse Collins Entertainment with my glam squad who stepped up, Brian Javar, Nikki B and Renee Sanganu. So you can really get a chance to understand the inner workings of how something like this goes down because so often we just see interviews with the other actors or we just see interviews with the other hosts or the other talent. But y'all got to understand it's the folks in the background that are keeping this shit going as we're on the front keeping the shit flowing. So we got to show them their love and give them their flowers. So let's get into side effects of the BET Awards 2020. A journey. All right, as promised on this special edition, Small Doses, the BET Awards episode, I have brought together the essential pieces that allowed for this show to happen the way it happened. I got my glam squad coming up, but first and foremost, we got the folks who who made the call to have me <laughs> rise to the call. Yes. We have Dion Harmon and Jesse Collins of Jesse Collins Entertainment, who also, well, they also produced my special, which is probably how I ended up hosting the goddamn awards, um, which is why I always tell y'all, it is about who you know, uh, <laughs> not just about what you know, but what it is, it's about who you know that knows what you know. Because y'all knew I yep. could do it without an audience because I'm the audience in my head anyway. Yes. <laughs> you need so, audience. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I make myself... At one point in the monologue, I literally pause breaked for the laugh in my head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you peeped that. <laughs> the first joke, I definitely was like... <laughs> That's a good one. Moving on. <laughs> right. I'm killing. I'm killing. I'm killing this. Um, so I really wanted to bring everybody together because I really feel like, you know, this BT Awards for a number of reasons was a very seminal show. And I'm curious to hear everyone's different reasons for why. I have my reasons why. But, um, you know, you all are known for producing just a bunch of content. My favorite being the new edition. Uh, what do we call it? An anthology, special edition movie? Is it a mini series? Yeah, a mini series. That mm-hmm. is what it's called. Yes, three um, night extravaganza. The three night extravaganza. Yes, mm-hmm. I should also note because my mother pointed this out. The first time I met Jesse, uh, we found ourselves. Well, he found himself witnessing a debate between me and an individual that he was with that uh, none of us here on the call talk to anymore, but that was telling me (laughs) we were having a debate. Oh, my gosh. 
Yes, we were having a debate about a new edition song. And he was just like, no, Boyz II Men does not start that way. And he was right, but he took so much joy <laughs> in being right. And I remember Jesse at one point um, just being such a, a man of the people. And you diverted the attention from this person by doing a full belly flop on the floor of a very white restaurant <laughs> um, to sell a joke. And I was like, this is a different kind of guy. This is a different kind that. of guy. Wasn't that one? But it diverted the attention from that person back to the table. Yeah. And my mom was like, I don't think they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> and she was right. Oh my God. Correct. Correct. So can you all first tell me just about like what makes producing an award show unique in itself, aside from like the way we had to do this one? I think, you know, in a script, everyone has a script. Everybody has a role. Everybody has a job and everybody's headed in one direction. On an award show, each artist has their own script. It's 15 people, 15 different movies happening at the same time. And nobody cares about anybody else's movie. That's the part. You know what I mean? Like nobody That's cares about, you know, you know, you're, you're on a TV show. You're working with the other actor. You're trying to make everybody look great. You want the whole thing. This is like how much pyro they got, how much pyro they got, how many dancers they got. Okay. I'm doubling all that. And don't tell them what I got. It's war. <laughs> um so it's hard to just like serve all those masters and then you have you you know you got to find a host your host is the only thing really that can make it cohesive that can just make it all feel together and just like make it one big party and if your host is disconnected from all of those individuals then you it just subtextually it just doesn't work sometimes you fake it and get through but like you could tell when a host is like and da 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 like they didn't care <laughs> so i don't know Dion, what that was me introducing chingy when i was hosting on mtv like and next step chingling <laughs> 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 Um, I never thought of it that way, but that does seem beyond, I mean, so then when you came into this one, it's still the same in the sense that it's a bunch of different movies, but was it easier? Oh God, no. 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 See, in my mind, I feel like it would be easier just because they don't have as much to argue about. No, no, no. It's actually the opposite. So if you think about it, a regular award show, you are contained to a stage, a space, a very specific amount of time. It's live, like it's very controlled, right? Mm -hmm. This was crazy because it was like, People, and you saw, people were in the Salton Sea Desert recording things. People were in downtown LA with 12 pianos around them at night. John Legend was in a warehouse. Like, people were like, oh shit, I don't have to be contained to this stage. 
oh, well, then I'm going to build structures and I'm going to have ATVs and we're going to make a movie. So in a weird way, it was actually the opposite. And now we're dealing with, you know, these insane movies for each artist. The funny thing is, is like, she's right, but that's like what excited me the most about it. We would have mm-hmm. an yeah, but you're, remember when my mom said they're not the same? Like, you are weird. <laughs> <laughs> she meant that in a positive, in a positive way. No, like, I, you can ask any label exec. Like, my first, when we get on the phone with an artist, I was like, this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened because there's no opportunity for me to tell you there's not enough rehearsal time. I'm not going to tell you you can't have all the space. Room. I'm not going to tell you that we're out of pyro, that such and such or the car won't like, fit on the stage like i'm like hey, <laughs> the car won't fit on the stage like, that conversation before <laughs> nothing look this is all on you we will help you create um whatever you see what however you want to present yourself as an artist whatever you want to with the visual that you want for your song this is your opportunity to do it like you know uninhibited and who's Whose alerts are going off? Uh, probably mine. Because I know it's you. Yeah. I know it's coming. Close your outlook. popular. Huh? Oh, I got to close. Close your outlook so that your emails don't keep popping through. All right. All right so <laughs> Every time they do, I'm like, who's that? <laughs> who that is. Who could it be? I wonder who's complaining. Everyone. You no, know, it, it's probably like Nordstrom. Sale today. Flash sale. <laughs> Uh, all right how do i do it i'm killing this whole podcast now so i go on my my system the beauty of editing just i mean you just close just close outlook oh that's a that's a thought that harvard just like is it like when you go to harvard you just think of smart stuff like randomly at all times like it's just like something you can go to it's just logic logic it's just Just logic logic. okay (laughs) and honestly like like Dion is the the minority at Harvard in terms of like people who were there because they were actually smart. <laughs> Cause they just revealed that like 48% or some shit is like legacy. Legacy. I don't know if it's the same for Columbia grad, you know, I don't know. Shit. That's it. It's probably it's harder to get into the grad program than it probably was undergrad at Harvard. Fair. They only accepted 20. Wow. Wow. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. it was just like people really got to create whatever they felt. Yeah. And that's always great to me to like help somebody get to their vision because like sometimes I think producers <clears throat> overproduce or control free, right. you know, because at the end of the day, especially in music, you're personally some music or stand up or something like that. At the end of the day, no one's going to walk around and say, um, if your special wasn't good, they weren't going to blame me and Dion. Never. They were never going to. No one is like. Hold on. I 
You know that Jesse Collins really. And I did not like that third joke, Jesse Collins. And I feel like you're responsible for it. I didn't like the Wilson Phillips. I, you know, hold on was not my, (laughs) like it's never, ever going to happen. So you have to remember that. And just like you, sometimes you can, you, you just have to remember that and just try to help the person make the vision work. What was your vision when y'all came into this particular BT Awards? Black, 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 yeah. everything black. Say it loud, black and I'm proud. Fuck the police. But it was extra black for me. That was my end. I'd like to tell a little story about Dion. <laughs> okay. I've never told this story before. I'd like oh, to tell God. a tale. So when I was first trying to sell Smart Funny and Black, to True TV, I was working with Jesse and Dion, and we did a deck. And the original logo of Smart Funny and Black wasn't what it is now. And there was a Black Power Fist involved on the cover of the deck. And my agent at the time was like, you know, I just feel like we should maybe take the Black Power Fist off because it just feels like it's just kind of too much. Now, at this point, in my defense, I'm, I'm so in the mix of making it happen that I'm like, if I just sleight of hand it and take it off or whatever just to appease them now, I still know what my vision is. Nonetheless, Dion was like, fuck that. No. Lead a, lead a fist. Why are we taking a fist off? No, the fist is safe. Lead a fist. And it was then that I knew, I was like, okay, so Dion is down. (laughs) So Dion, Dion is down. Because anybody else would have been like, just for the sake of trying to get it, quote unquote, sold, would have been like, okay, well, if they think that's what we need to do, then that's what we need to do. And Dion's like, no, fuck that, because we might get get it sold, but then we'd be a sellout. (laughs) Is it worth the price in your soul? Not today, <laughs> devil. Not today. Not very today. true. I am very militant. <laughs> but like, what was that conversation like with BET and CBS? So like, what did that? Because like, that's what we we're like. It's gonna be blackity black, y'all. Because I'm black, y'all. Because I'm blackity black, and I'm black, y'all. Mm-hmm. And with CBS and BET, is it like? So we're gonna be a medium tone, like. <laughs> A nice, safe, light-skinned black. No, like a Mars. The CBS calls were like, I'll call you right back. It's going great. I'll call you right back. It's going great. (laughs) It's going right back. It's fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You guys are going to be really happy. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. The baby wants to do this thing with a knee on the neck, but, you know, we'll be tied up, so you won't really know the knee If we even actually said that. It'll be fine. But it was just more about... um, like, we'll be tied up, so you won't. you won't see the knee. You'll just see the head. Just like that. It was like really trying to like feel the energy of what was going on, and it's like let's just say it. Let's just let's let the show say how we're all feeling, and we're gonna, you know, you know, tell that message throughout the night from different points of view, and like. We'll end it with Jesus and we'll all, you know, be uplifted and feel like we can, we're going to overcome this whole situation, but coming in with fight to power, it was like, let's just, let's just, let's just let them know right off the top. 
let's just let them know. Do you feel like all the artists were down? Like every, did, every like, artist that we talked to, every, we were like the the show. We would have the like side, like the revolution will be televised on the beach. Yes. And we want you to find your own way to, to show, to tell the revolution. And you can do it in any way you want. You know, some were definitely more blatant about it. Some were subtle, you know, from, you know, wardrobe to fists to, to uh, Wayne Brady had the pictures on his wall. Just everybody had, you know, um, different yeah. things. Like Listen. even Meg Thee Stallion, like she was doing Savage, nothing to do with the, with the cause, but she had Black Lives Matter and Fist in her mm -hmm. set. So she was twerking, but Black Lives still matter. That was her message, you know? And it was also like a community effort. Like, <clears throat> like the true story on Fight to Power started really with me and you, Amanda, talking about the open. And then mm -hmm. it was like, you wanted to do, you, you said you should do Fuck the Police. And then... I was talk we were all talking about it. That sounds about right. That sounds yeah, about remember right. you were like, you were like uh black national anthem into fuck the police. Yep. <laughs> yep. Why not? That was, that was and I ran back and I was like, Amanda said black national anthem and fuck the police. And she actually had it worked out how it makes sense musically. <laughs> Yes. There was a transition that was her putting her DJ yeah. hat on. And we were like, mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. Fellow we're, DJ, we're fellow that, DJ. That. And then Dion was like, fight the power. And then we were like. Same sentiment, a little bit more. Well, you, no, because then Jesse came back and I was like, oh, I can see musically how that can work too. <laughs> right? Yes. So, so that. But they. Oh, yeah. No, on, so like, on. that's my point, too. It's like, I believe in that ideas come from everywhere and like conversation and like, you know, your idea of fuck the police was like, because remember, we were talking about what's that statement? How do we like let everybody know? Yep. Like, knowing offer it that mm -hmm. this is for us, this is, this what is you sending got. a message yeah. and for all the people that all of the non-African Americans watching, it was like, you're going to learn. You're going to understand like the, the, the frustration, the anger, you're going to be entertained. Like it's, it was, it was actually a show for everybody because you were, people were learning. They were understanding what's going on. Like when, uh, like the Alicia Keys performance, you know, um, doing the pictures starting with Emmett Till. And it was like telling the story of like, it's a generational frustration. Um, that led to Jordan. But what I appreciated, though, was like, you know what I, I would I would actually counter and say, it was a show. To, it was a show available to everybody, yeah. but it was for Black people yeah. mm -hmm. because it didn't feel because when I feel like when something is for everybody, it feels like it's for nobody. Like, cause it, it's like doing so it's trying to do so many things. And at the end of the day, just trying to make everybody feel safe. And what made this so unique to me was that it, it wasn't trying to like preserve anybody's feelings except for black folks. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, it was definitely like, like y'all matter most. It was unapologetic. Now tell me this. 
was did you, did you get any idea that folks were any easier to work with considering like where we are in the world? Yes. Because I, I, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like knowing what we were in the middle of, what we are in the middle of, <clears throat> like, did you get a feeling that folks had a little bit more um, willingness and understanding than they have in like award shows past? Mm-hmm. Because people were understanding like, you know, we're in this situation. We're in this pandemic. There are rules. People were like, I get it. There are rules. We got to follow them. People were also like, we understand the importance of this show. The moment. So, yeah, yeah. so we're not going to mess around today. Like everybody's like, I'm going to get my stuff. Look, <clears throat> we asked Lil Wayne to do the tribute to Kobe. We gave him a date way earlier than we actually needed it, but we gave him a date. And that thing showed up to the minute on time. Exactly what we asked for, the length we asked for, the day we asked for it. Like, and it was, I mean, you saw it, but like, there was no like sending it back and saying, can you fix this or whatever? It was focused. It was like, he, and he understood, he understood the importance of the Kobe tribute, but I think he also understood the importance of the show. So it was like, and I felt that with every artist that participated, there were, you know, really, really great artists that participated that, um, you know, just felt like they needed to be on the show. So it was all, it was a lot of like, you know, Jamie Foxx at the very last second, like the two nights before the show, can you do this for me? Done. Like that type of energy. You know? Yep. Because there was folks in there like Viola Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like folks that for what, you know, it's a music show. So it's not like they would normally even be there anyway. But, you know, that you don't necessarily associate with that space. But they was up in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the elders, Quincy, you know, like, I just feel like even in its cohesion of Black culture, Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like a music show. And then what you guys allowed me to do just made it. I mean, I, I had a one woman show. I would just say the Quincy booking was magical to me in a sense that like everyone was like, you know, obviously he's not doing anything right now. And it's, and he's, he's, he's in his bubble and it's very secure. And, you know, you know, we're talking about a national treasure. And when I called his guy and I said, it's the BET awards and I need him to say Emmett Till and this is a creative. He said, send me a, send me an iPhone and he will shoot this for you. And so like extra sanitized. It was the most sanitized iPhone ever in history. (laughs) And his nurse shot it for us and sent it back. And it was like, it was like the torch from the Olympics, the phone. Yeah. (laughs) When the phone came back. Um, and yeah, like the Eagle has landed, the Eagle has yes. landed. Yeah. And like, yeah. yes, you were a one woman show because you were, you, you're the perfect host for that. And it was That's like, right. there was no, remember we had a conversation, you were like, what's the note process? And I was like, I don't know. There's no notes process. Yeah. <laughs> no notes. I was like, I'm sorry, what? You were like, just write the shit <laughs> and send it. Yep. 
Just and you were not only send a one-woman band in front of the camera. You were one-woman band behind as well. You were every possible production role that you could be. Right. You know, it was not an easy feat. It's it's funny. It's like you're like the easiest person to host because nobody's going to put more pressure on yourself than you. Than you. So it's like <laughs> I can like sleep. I was like, she going to figure out her monologue. It's going to be fine. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to wake up. <laughs> Mind you, I really am over here like. No, like the zone. Yeah. We're we going to do this mom. The zone. The zone. That's how my, I mean, it's ironic because my mom, that's how my grade, my mom dealt with my grades. My mom never pressed me about grades because she's like, you're going to press yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're going to. There's no. You're going to stress yourself out enough with this. There's no additional pressure to put on you. Yeah. They're just. Yo, but. But that was such a blessing because I think a lot of people just do that, not even necessarily because they feel the need to, but because they may, and not just about me, but just like when they're working with talent, because they want to like, you know, kind of justify their job, right? And it's like, you have so many other jobs, like don't add in some shit you don't need to. But like, I got to hire my writers and like, I really felt it felt like a safe space in terms of just making something like I tossed the ideas out and then Dion every time Dion would write back like I love this I was like (laughs) (laughs) oh every time there was not one time where Dion was like (laughs) like and that was honestly like a game changer because now I'm just like, I don't want to work in spaces that aren't like that. I mean, even when there were times where Dion would be like, okay, well, so here's the situation with this. It's because it's, there's an explanation. It's not just like, no, we don't get it, which is a lot of times what notes are, That's you know, right. like we don't get it. And then you're like, well, of course you don't get it. You're from fucking Idaho, you know, and you don't <laughs> relate to this particular inference that's being made. And a bunch of people do. But because you don't get it, it's not relevant. Come on. So that was like a very, as a, as a talent, um, you know, that was a very like important thing because I think, I remember I had a producer tell me one time, my job is to make a good show, not to make you feel good. That's, and it's a path. Yeah. I was like, that's one way to create some camaraderie. (laughs) This was in response to being told to take a shot of apple cider vinegar. Okay. I had a flu and my glam squad and the producer were like, you should try taking a shot of apple cider vinegar. So I'm like, how hard could it be? So I take the shot. I died. Okay. I'm speaking to you from the other side. The shit went up my nose. It came out my nose. I literally was like, "Ah!" like I regressed into a child. (laughs) I like in a child pose on the couch in the dressing room. They had to like go and get me like Dayquil because the the vinegar had swollen my sinus. So like I couldn't breathe. It was some wild shit. And I was just like, I don't know. And so it took like I mean, I pushed production back like an hour and a half for me to like get my act together. So then when I got on set, folks would be a real lackadaisical. And I was like, y'all, we need to get going because I'm already made us late and I'm still about to die. So we need to like get cracking. 
And after that shoot, she was like, you know, that is unnecessary. And I was like, it, all of this was unnecessary. And she was like, you know, you need to understand that it's not my job to produce you. I mean, it's not my job to make you feel good. It's my job to make a good show. So when you go in there and you tell folks that they need to get moving, like that's about you, not about the show. And I'm like, but when I talked to Jesse, what I love about Jesse, Jesse was like, one thing about you, Amanda, is you always know that Amanda's only going to make us think about making a good show. That's all I really care about, making some good shit. That's it. That's really it. And about, you know, COVID doctors not hitting on my assistant. You know, those are the things. Oh, my God. Basic shit. Basic Easy. That I care about. So yeah. when you found out you had to call me to tell me Here we go. that we had to do the shit in my house. Yes. How did that conversation between you two go? <laughs> Straws. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your your name's on the door. Listen, <laughs> this is like, sorry. <laughs> you know, um, I'll say this, and this is. Something- Can we set it up for them though? Can you set up for them that like the it's a Wednesday? So, yeah, so What's it's Wednesday. Like- the show is Sunday. Yes, the show is when. So it's Wednesday. The show is Sunday. Oh, correct. But when are we supposed to shoot? We were supposed to shoot on Friday. Was it Friday? No. Thursday. We were supposed to shoot on Thursday. It's Wednesday. Oh, Thursday. Wednesday. You're we're right. You're right. You're right. Thursday. So it's Wednesday morning. And <clears throat> um, look at the, I mean, it's just like, anyway. He's like. <laughs> um, it's Wednesday. And <clears throat> we had a potential exposure. I'll say that right. we had a potential exposure. Thus, all of us had to go into quarantine. And so I had to have a conversation <clears throat> with, with Amanda saying like the, the stage that we had planned on, which was. Yeah. But when was this conversation? What time? This was Wednesday morning, right? This is 7 a.m., right? No, nigga. This is eleven thirty-five p.m. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's, yes, the first conversation was eleven. It was eleven thirty-five because I found out around nine. Yeah, you're right. I'm thinking about. I figured that you I'm thinking about like the next week. morning. You're right. Okay, so here we go. Sorry. Yeah. No. I'm there. There was a war room that occurred before yeah. we talked to you. I'm thinking about the next. That's why I want to know about the war, war room. room. Like I'm picturing y'all sitting there in front of a big table. Well, this is like one of those things right. where it's like, and it's, it was, it was a point I wanted to make earlier that producers, and I will say producers that work with you in the future, when somebody says, what's the key, what's the code to Amanda Seals? I think the code is that you have to give Amanda Seals all of the information, the good, correct. the bad, the ugly. So and correct so, and, and correctly so she can process it. So if you say, you know, you don't have to, you can just say the truth. You can say like, hey, listen, I know you had this bit, but last night sales sold this introduction to Ford. So now we have to figure out another place for you to do that bit because you're going to be sitting inside a Ford 
when you say, ladies and gentlemen, you know, young jock. (laughs) Because yes. Because that's what it is. As opposed to like trying to come up with some thing of like, hey, I had a great idea. Hey, do you like Ford? Like, just like all those things, those little producers. It's like, just give the facts. Because then you yeah. can process, and 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 it's and it's actually and it and it's and I think it's all talent. You do better when you when you just tell them the the gut truth of what it is, because and then they can process it. Because talent already operates from a perspective of like, here comes the lie, here comes the bullshit that they're about to tell me. You feel like you're being managed by everyone. You're being managed. Yeah. You're being handled. Handled. And- yeah. Handled. <laughs> That yep. should feel crazy. And there is like a degree of it in the sense of like, you know, honestly handling you is like, tell you the information. Prepare. <laughs> no. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Prepare. Let's, Steal yourself. Let that go. Steal yourself. But also if you fuck up, own up to it. Don't try to come make in excuses just, and yeah, stuff. Just Be like, like what deal it with is. it. Stand up to it. The best is like when everybody's all shook, go, oh, by the way, she has short-term memory. Like 30 seconds from now, she's not going to remember any of this. And we're going to move on. <laughs> and we're going to and we're gonna shoot the next thing. Like that bad thing never happened. Because yeah. if she lets the bad thing engage lights, camera, action, then it's going to hurt the performance. And then and she, you don't get to put a Chiron up going, I was mad because... I told Jesse very specifically yes, what water I wanted and he didn't want to spend the extra $2. So I got the water <laughs> with the salt in it. And now I'm salty. <laughs> now I'm salty. So, so, okay. So back to your original thing. So basically, yeah, the war room was like, I was like, how do I explain this information to her about um, this possible exposure? Um, like, how do I do that? And so I just had to be like, this is what it is. And here are the options. And Amanda's like, so are, well, your first name was like, so are we doing the show? Yeah. Am I, you know, and a valid first and reaction. Like, yeah. And I was like, we're doing the show. And you were like, what are my options? I'm like, your lovely living room with a green mm-hmm. screen or the hallway. Choose. And- well, no, at first, you weren't sure about the green screen. Yes, I wasn't. I looked yeah. at yours. So at first you said living room. Living room as I just thought. Yeah. Like this. Mm-hmm. And all I thought was that, all I thought about was that I had just spent the last two days on press telling everybody, like, it's not like I'm shooting it in my living room. I mean, come <coughs> on, y'all. Right. Like, you know, yeah. then you already have a faction of people that are like, Amanda Seals is a liar, which I am not. So it was just like, I will be proving them right. I just kind of didn't want to embarrass anybody. More importantly, like, I knew that we were doing the show for the first time in this time. And I wanted to make sure that we were doing a show that could like, be we could all be proud of, you know? And at that moment, it was just like, I don't know how to do that in this space. Like, and, and, you know, it's like, 
you just start trying to conceptualize like, well, what else can I do? Like, am I going to, and at that point we hadn't even found out that I wouldn't have makeup. I wouldn't have hair. I wouldn't have like, you know, that fuck all of that. That wasn't even in the conversation yet. I remember the studio asking me like, can she do it? Like, and then, and I swear, I was like, she's done this all her life. She's been yeah. independently doing <laughs> everything all her life. Once she gets to a place, I was like, you have to just let her process. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to call her for like four or five hours. I'm just going to let this, because she will. Well, that's why I kept tripping. Cause I'm like, I just need to know what I'm standing on. Yeah. And if I, if I know what I'm standing on, then I can build. But it was like, we had 24 hours of just all these voices. And eventually what did I do? I said, Jesse, I'm not talking to nobody else. Mm -hmm. All y'all on this call. I'm, I'm not talking to y'all. I'm going to talk to Jesse. So Jesse, you the point handle everybody. Call me when y'all decide on what y'all decide on and let me know to play. Man, yeah. I felt like a psychic because before that call, I told everybody, I said, we're going to get on this call. I'm going to tell you what she's going to say after I just blurred out my thing with no setup. And mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so I just exact, I just dry, just blurted it. It was like an alley-oop. And then the explosion came. Mm-hmm. I was like, and- ah. all right, guys. Yes. So now we all know. Now we're all clear. Now that we've done that. Everyone's clear. Everybody's clear. All yeah. right. Well, someone then, on that call told me recently, they were like, so, you know, we weren't sure what to do next um, after that call. And I, and I had to tell them, I'm like, I think sometimes when folks, I'll speak for myself. When I respond like that, I don't want to be left alone in all the above, I, you know, I just want to feel safe. And at that point I'm not feeling Mm. safe. So even if I had gotten support from the other folks of just being like, we support you talking to Jesse. Um, we just want to let you know we're here. (laughs) Namaste. You're ready. You know, (laughs) Jesus love you. Um, and we will stand by for Jesse, you know, like you just want to, you just want to know that, but like, I just really, um, I wanted to do this episode because I think a lot of people don't know how things get done. Yeah. Uh, you know, like things just kind of like arrive because Instagram especially makes people feel like things just arrive and now there's content. And it's like, no, there's wild moving parts. Then there's like politics. Then there's, you know, all type of um, COVID task force now. Yeah. Rules that don't nobody know, Mm -hmm. you know, like rules that are getting made up in, in, in real time because we're in real time. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it was such a feat to do the show that we did in the time we're in. And I wanted to make sure to give you all your flowers for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you for real. But you the real MVP, like there was no one else. That could have done the show. No, to do to do that, and you weren't a teleprompter host. You you were you had to be funny. You had to like wardrobe changes and like energy and entertainment. And you're and you're not. 
and there's no audience. And it's like everything that was a challenge, you know, was there. And then, and then you were, and then new shit coming in like the day of, and it's just, yeah, nigga shit. Yeah, it's just, it's like all kinds of, I mean, listen, and it was like, <laughs> just, you know, for us, it was just like, like that night before the shoot, like our internal call was like, look, if we promise her a glazed donut, please don't let it have chocolate. Just let it be glazed. She asked for a glaze, send a glazed. Let's make sure the green screen is green. Let's make sure, remember like I sent you the test? That's when we were on pins and needles. When, remember yeah. I was like, that's when I was on pins and needles like, and I was like, this bullshit gonna look like. I was like, yeah, no, yeah, like, we were so excited. Drew Finley, I'm on, we are on the phone with Drew Finley, like Drew Finley, Drew Finley, Drew Finley, Watch the Throne, Drew Finley, all these other amazing things that you've done. None of it matters. If you can't make this look great. Can't do this shit right now. Yeah. Because I knew. Yeah. If, I was in here like. If it looked bad, you wouldn't have believed. Yeah. Because I didn't know that it could look that good. Like, I genuinely didn't know. And then I love, you know, that we got to show people at the end that, like, we did do that this was my favorite. <laughs> you know, like, ah! Right. <laughs> like, and let me tell y'all, there was stuff that I did that I did not know that y'all were going to keep in. Like, when I yelled out Harlem. Yes. Like, Harlem that was, was just me being thing. in my house. Shit. We were not going to lose Harlem. that. Harlem. <laughs> I was like, oh, they kept the shit in. They kept the shit in. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I just... I was, I, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, I feel like it also helps let creatives know, like, yo, there doesn't really have to be limitations. Like, you can still make, you know, dope shit because I think at the end of the day, it's content wins. And we've gotten into this world where there's always pyrotechnics and all this rah-rah, shish-boom-ba shit that at, at its best supports content, mm -hmm. but at, at its worst, and what I feel like is kind of becoming like the fact that like features are now only $20 million films, you know, like you forget that you can have like, like when Harry Met Sally was a hit and it costs like, you know, nothing, right. you know, it doesn't have to just be end game right. for yeah. it to be like valuable. And I couldn't believe that we were able to like demonstrate that right here in this living room with these cats and this Negro with these chains uh, and the cat was amazing because it really was unaware or cared. It was just like, I'm going to walk through the shot because I just walked. This is my living room. Like y'all in my space. Did somebody of, check my schedule before you did this? There's a lot of technology <laughs> and things around, but I can't be involved in that. Just, <laughs> Listen, I left the Afro on the floor. And when I came back, one of the cats had was playing in the Afro, <laughs> was batting the Afro around. You know, like it was a whole thing, but I really, um, I really had a good like time, like watching the show and like getting to feel good about what we did. I mean, of course I went into my typical after show depression the next right. day, but I felt good about the basket that you sent, <laughs> uh, for the after show depression. Uh, my, yeah. my incredible He's flowers from. He's the same way. Y'all are alike like that. He can't watch. Oh, then that's why your ass didn't call me. Cause he's like, I, how I'm gonna call her? I'm in my own. Yeah, depression. I'm just like, you know, I'm in there just, you know, <laughs> it's like you bought him out. Having my own mental spirals. 
having my own because I think of everything that didn't happen. So I have mm-hmm. to have a whole, like, yes. I just have to have my own. Down, like a purge. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm upset about, and, and then I have to go back and think of what mistakes did I make that, uh, that didn't allow that other idea to happen? What could I have done? Well, at least you do that. That's not a very man thing to do. Like, what accountability can I take? That's impressive. That's the thing. It's like, okay, did I miss a text? Did I miss, like, did it, should I have thought of, my biggest thing is like, I should have thought of that earlier. Like, how do you, how did you? I can tell you the one, I know the one thing that I'm st- still mad about to this what? day. The mic. The mic? Putting. I'm so mad at myself oh. for forgetting the mic. And then I'm mad at the mic man for not telling me every single time to put the mic on. I, and so me and him, whenever we meet, I don't know who he is. Listen, I remember very clearly. <laughs> but if me and the mic man. I remember very clearly saying on the Zoom, if it's not good audio, say it. Because I didn't want that situation of people being scared. Just, you know, oh, this is the way she wants for her dress. Yeah. Like yeah. all the information, like bad audio cometh if you don't put that mic like, yeah. behind your ear or whatever, or on a braid or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was real. That's the only thing. And I wouldn't have even been so mad about it if I didn't have three different people in my DMs. Like the show was great, except for your audio. But you know what I'm saying? I was like, ah! <laughs> Thank you, Captain Occupation. <laughs> Damn it. Well, here's the real question. Am I going to host when we do this shit for real again? You want to host in front of people? <laughs> real real <laughs> on a stage? Real life? That's the question. Because I remember you were like, I like it. There's no people. I was like. I know. That was shit. So you, think, you think artists want to go back to a stage? No. Next year, they're going to be like, okay, so I'm going to go to Paris. And then we so got to have another question. Eiffel Do Tower. you think you would go back to that? You know what? Do you feel like you would go back to the stage? No, I don't know. Like, you know. Who knows? I don't know. It's like, I guess it's just about. Because I it's, think it's, it's about interesting what the other, to even hear you say, I don't know. I think know. it's about, obviously, it's about where we're at with COVID when the next show comes around. And, but then also, like, is it a new trend? You know we can't see your whole face, right? This is this is Jesse on every Zoom. That's why I didn't. <laughs> it literally this is Jesse every Zoom. It's. I was like, I don't think he started that way. It's, a thing. it's like it's a thing. the thing is like, is this you know you have to just see where it goes. Well, you know what the other shows are gonna do. Uh, yeah, yeah. But y'all were the innovators, yeah, so it's like so fuck with the other shows. Well, if, but if they do the same thing, will people be tired of it by the next one? But I don't think so. Can I just put in my unsolicited input into that? <laughs> they don't even have the content to do the same thing. Like they can do it by roach. Yeah. But it's not going to be the same by actual like that, execution. That was a moment in time that all it, it all came together. It, it was literally, I felt like it was a literal visual and entertainment represent representation of like a collective thought and feeling amongst black people in this country. Right. Well, I hope that we continue that. Absolutely. Cause it's imperative in my opinion. Um, 
as I said at the beginning of this podcast, my mother texted me, Barack is on, preserve the democracy, do not be silent. <laughs> so that's what we got to do. And I thank y'all for using the creative space to continue with that messaging. You know, that's really all I, can I do. <laughs> can I throw one thing out before we get, before you uh, kick us off for much bigger and better names? <laughs> Yes. So when you were talking about who, you know, and all that stuff early and like, you know, like how people get jobs because they, you know, each other and you know what they can do and all that stuff. You actually played that card with us first because <clears throat> we had never done a stand-up special prior right. to yours and let us remember and let us think about how many things go down in this business. So I had the, the lunch with uh, Nina, Nina at uh, HBO and I hit you yeah. and I was like, I just met uh, this great lady at HBO. She asked, who are some fresh faces? I had just seen Smart, Funny and Black. I was like, you need to check out Amanda Seals. You were like, great. Radio silence for like a year or if not more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, almost a year to the day. A year. You hit me with that text a week before Thanksgiving. We shot the special a week after the next Thanksgiving. And you called me and you were like, I just sold an HBO special and I told him you have to do it. Now, I did do that. Let's think about <laughs> what happens a lot of times. Uh, it's you get that opportunity. The studio puts in front of you people who've done all of these specials. They did this. They did that. This person, listen, very few of them black, if any. And it, the artist always goes with whoever just won the last Emmy or, you know, they don't want to take a risk on someone new. They want to take a, they want to go with the big name that the studio is putting in their face because they don't want to risk and they don't want to piss the studio off. And for you to tell HBO, like, your first special, I'm only doing it if JC, if Jesse does it, JCE does it. That's huge. You put yourself at risk. They could have been like, pass. We're giving you this production company and that's it. That never occurred to me. I, I, that literally never occurred to me. I was like, how the fuck? You put the seed in the soil. <laughs> So we we had we had the lovely Stan Lathan too, which was yes, fantastic. Yes, yeah. But Stan didn't come in on. I remember. Yeah, I Nathan just remember did. Nina being like, "Who do you want to do it?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, "What? Why? She yeah. don't know." Like that to <laughs> me was like obvious because that's how she had found out. And then when Stan came in, it was just like, "What the fuck is Stan?" I love Stan. But you know, like, <laughs> so I I genuinely forgot that. But you know, I wish it all. I wish we all work the way we we work. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure you got stories of people that did not do what you did for me, for you. You know. I mean, yeah, we all we do. all do. So it's you like, know? but I'm I'm glad that we're able to share these stories because I think it sets the pre it changes the precedent because I think a lot of folks really do think like that those ethics and those morals will hold them back in this town, 
you know, that like, even like what you just said, like, oh, that, that it'll make the studio mad or whatever, whatever. So they don't even try or they don't even ask because they don't even feel like they can push um, or not. I don't want to say push. They don't even feel like they can insert an opinion because yes. they're just happy to be there, you know? And as black artists, especially in this time, realize the power of our voices, it is imperative more than ever that we be earnest and honest about creating spaces and, and, and that the people that we're creating the spaces for also come into those spaces knowing like you created a space for me. I'm about to turn this mother out, yeah. you know, cause that's the other thing. Yes. Someone make a space for me. I'm trying to make sure that they feel good about the vouch. Absolutely. You got to over deliver. You got to over deliver for somebody. So, and that ended up, with a pink fur for Cameron. Cause I was like, they let me do this shit. So we got to over deliver. <laughs> I need a pink coat, a fur coat with, listen. And like, we couldn't find the pink bandana. It was in the house somewhere <laughs> and we were shooting and I couldn't find it. And I was like, if we don't find the pink bandana, I'm like on FaceTime with my stylist. Like I got to find the pink bandana. He's like, baby, I didn't bring you a pink bandana. I was like, there is a pink bandana. I saw a pink bandana in this house. And if we don't do it, it's not going to sell this at the <laughs> level it needs to sell at. And we're doing a fucking show. And then I meditated for four minutes and I was like, where is the pink bandana? <laughs> <laughs> and I remembered. And when I, I went, I literally walked straight to it. Cause you know, the house had so much right. gear and all this shit that things were like discombobulated. And I walked straight to it. And I was like, let's begin. <laughs> Harlem. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I love y'all. Thank you. Love you too. Love you. As we continue on our Small Doses BET Awards 2020 journey, I'm here with the Glam Squad. <laughs> we in the building. Glam Squad. Renee is at the Met Ball. Uh, <laughs> we're all cash. I'm literally wearing cats. Renee was like, oh, are we doing a podcast? There's a story behind this. Talk to you about it later. <laughs> this fits, though, because Renee is our makeup ex- makeup artist extraordinaire. Then we have Nikki B, who is the hair stylist extraordinaire. And then we have Brian Javar, who is our wardrobe stylist extraordinaire. And these are the magical minds that came together to do these BET awards. I want to ask first, when I asked each of you all about it, what was the first thing that you thought of that you were like, we got to do this? Before, when we were actually supposed to do you? Yeah, like what? Like when I said we're doing the BET Awards, was there anything like makeup-wise that you were like, well, okay, we, we got to make sure we do this look? There were so many things. I had like a whole like mood board thing. <laughs> like, But it really depended on, it really depends on what you were wearing. But I'll be like, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to, you know, add a 3D effect or a color pop wing when like an abstract type of thing. There was so many, I had so many, I, I was like, up at night, like so excited for this. There was a lot. Me and Nikki talked. There was a lot. Yeah, we yeah. did. I, I didn't know any of this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I told y'all, like, just so you know, I'm gonna have Senegalese twist. Deal with yes. it. <laughs> Brian's face. And then I was like, I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, dag! I can't add the birds and the trees and the <laughs> moons and the stars. I, talk, I said, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what did Rita Franklin say? Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. 
<laughs> but, I know you were not with it. Okay, but Brian, eventually though, what, 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 did I, what convinced you that the twist was actually okay? When I realized who Nikki was and that it didn't matter if you decided to have half a fade with a bang and a French roll <laughs> on the back that she was going to make it do what it do. So I didn't even have to, I had to forget about you and remember who Nikki is and who she and what she was going to do. So it was like, yeah, because you know, Amanda, you know, sometimes you got to fight ideas with Amanda. It's like, why are you sending false truths to these people? Fight ideas? Maybe it's more so that you got to articulate your idea further with Amanda. No, sometimes it's fight. I, I mean, How is it fight? <laughs> in, a, in a way of... Because okay. I know neither of these women can attest to that. Okay, let's go back to that Emmy party. When have I ever fought anything y'all have ever done? Remember that look that I wanted you to wear? That, that gold look and you were like, you didn't want to wear it. You remember years ago when I, we for the record, he's taking it back to 2017. Okay. I just want to point that out. <laughs> but I had to fight you on it. You did not want but to wear it. I also didn't know you like that. So that was literally like the third time we were working together. And for what it's worth, like you have over the years even gotten better at explaining to me why something makes sense. Like, cause you know your style. You know your vision, but if you're working with a talent and they don't know you like that, we don't have a shorthand yet. You were just like, this is the look. And I was like, I don't think it is. And you were like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it was. But now you would be like, let me tell you, this is the look because what you're doing here, like that's how you break shit down to me. So now it's not, it's like, okay. you, don't even, can... you don't even leave room for a fight now. Because before you even, you will just present it to me as this is why this is a look. Okay. I get that. So, you know, we've all developed together. I can't think of any time in the land of Nikki B and Renee where I've been like, no. No. I'm trying to think. And Nikki legit be like, so. you look up and you've got a fucking roller coaster on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, you know, which I'm so, you know, I, and I'm so grateful for those moments because I'm more of a stylist where I like to create, um, you know, memorable moments and I like to create artwork and, you know, in my client's hair. And, but I still also want to make, it has to make sense. It has to make sense with makeup. It has to make sense with, uh, what you're, you know, with the stylist and what you're wearing. That's why it's so imperative that we all come together and make sure that it makes, it has to make sense. And I'm like, I appreciate you for trusting us. I, and I'm sure it, it takes a lot for you to trust us. You know, you want to make sure that I'm sure that you are, you understand what I'm saying? Like you, you want to well, make sure that taught you me. Us. Yeah. It's like, if anything, you created the monster because <laughs> I really didn't give a fuck about none of this shit. And y'all just, the consistency of, of the dopeness eventually made me give a damn right. to the point now where I'll be like, okay, we, we need to get on the chat. What <laughs> but I think, I think that that's, that's when I know I'm doing a good job is when you can see the difference now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, not all makeup is good makeup. Not all hair is good hair. Not all styling is good styling. It's like we elevated you so you can see yourself. Okay, that ain't looking right. You know what I'm saying? It's and true. I've, I've worked with you for a very long time and um 
you know, I've evolved, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen how my makeup has gotten better and all that kind of stuff. So with that and us being consistent, like consistently working together, you know, I've been able to, you know, upgrade and you let me. Because let me think, (laughs) Renee, we were 2014, no, 15. First time? Yeah. No, before that. I think maybe before that, but... I want to say maybe even 2012 because I remember you doing my makeup at a random shoot where they had like two Zara shirts for me to choose from. And I just remember being, was it, was it like a group of you guys? And it was like Bridget Kelly and all those people. Yeah, 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 was, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. that, I think that might have been the first time. That was the first time. Yeah. That was I the don't first know when that time. was. And then Nikki, I don't, I don't remember the that, year. Nikki, the first time was Essence Street Style. Yes, Yes, because you hit me up and you were like, do you know somebody you could do um, ponytails or a braid? And I was like, uh, yeah. Is that that gold thing? Yeah. Yeah. When I had the Versace. That was your first time? That was my first time. Yes. Like that. I was nervous. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I knew. I was like, listen, I got the perfect person for you. <laughs> but then, it worked out. to be able to bring y'all together for BET Awards was really exciting. Originally, we were going to be shooting in DC. So I was like, well, let me get the New York because I got LA folks that I work with. But I was like, let me put my New York sisters on because we on the East Coast. It'll be lickety split. Y'all zip down to DC. Bop, right. bop, bop. Then they were like, no dice. Right. <laughs> but I was like, because they were like, well, then we'll just use the LA people. And I was like, no, no. Cause I, already I, was, booked them. I was wondering if they're going to do that. I'm like, I yeah. they not do that. They tried it, but I was like, I already booked them. And we are in a time of COVID where like folks ain't getting to do their art. So this was a chance for them to do their art. Like, and I already set them up. I don't want to be the one to be like, <laughs> actually, it's actually not going to go down. Like I was waiting. I was like, so thank yeah, you. Really Cause you risked it. your lives. You know, you risked your lives to get on a plane mm-hmm. and come here to do these BET awards. What, what was the best? I mean, for me, it was like we were originally. So, for, you know, we've already talked about this uh, with Jesse and Dion, but we had big plans. And then when the COVID of it all hit and we had to well, it hit our team and we had to quarantine. What were your first thoughts when you found out like, oh, shit, we're not going to shoot in the studio. Amanda got to shoot in her house. My first thought was, bitch, am I going to die trying to style somebody? <laughs> that was my first thought. Like, I was I was like, how can we sneak and really and still make this happen? Right. Do I need to hide a Yeah. Like, this cannot be happening. I'm not going to let this be my moment. Like, yeah. I was like, how can we still make this shit happen? This has to happen. I was like, this like, can't Renee be Like, Renee and I was sitting by the pool like, how can we escape here? Yes. And make this work. Like <laughs> because to. they told them that they couldn't leave the hotel. So right. they right. were like quarantined at the hotel. Because, you know, I know y'all two would have like. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I was ready. I was just like, listen, we all were around each other already. Let's just do this. We don't got to stay there all day, but let's just at least set the foundation of the look. And then literally sets the foundation because right. I don't know what the hell you have. You know, I'm the, I'm like I'm like this is crazy. This That's is up, really because I'm like I, Wait, what if she only has Brian, eyeliner? What, what did Brian say? What she? What did he say? She got a whole bunch of stuff from Avon. 
Listen, <laughs> something's better than nothing. And I did not know what, I knew Amanda would have some lip colors, but I was just like, I don't know what I'm really working with here. Like how, how is this going to go down? She was so, like, uh, I, uh, I, I mean, Tina, put on her. I was really, I was really nervous. I was really nervous and I was disappointed. And I was just like, you know, all the negatives first. Cause I'm just like, why, 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 why me? Like, why is this happening? Like, this is supposed to be a big moment for all of us. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I had so many uh, looks I wanted to do and all that kind of stuff. So at first it was just like, I was really bummed and really not trying to take no for an answer. I was really trying to like, okay, how can When you I tell still- y'all I fought, <laughs> like how Brian claims that I fight looks, I fought. Okay. Because there were so many conversations beforehand. So yeah. I thought we were still going to be able to do your makeup and hair. I was like, this is unacceptable. I was like, yeah. I don't even understand the science. I don't even understand <laughs> the science. And I was like, y'all are not giving me clear understandings of the science. And then like, I'd have one call and they'd be like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Then I'd have another call and they'd be like, you're going to die. And then you have another call and they're like, we, you know, they're like, what show are you hosting? And you're like, oh, like my it was, you know, and, and I, and cause I was thinking of y'all and I'm just like, cause my first thought was not that I was going to do it myself because I didn't even think about having to do the glam and all that shit. Like, I was just like, okay, I got to just, you know, host. Yeah. But I was just like, yo, like they're all the way out here. Yeah. And I know that we had these like elaborate, I would love to see like Nikki's sketches of just. Yes. I had sketches. I wish I had them. <laughs> but I, I did. Like I had moments, you know? And you know? I mean, when once this happened, um, then I was like, oh, so it's not too bad that she has her single twist now. Because before what? God was on this, I was like, I was like God, damn, God, like, you know, like, why does she have these twists in her hair? You know, like, um, you know, I had so much planned and so much, you know, but now at this, at this very moment when this happened, I was like, well, thank goodness. And now I get to, you know, now it made it a little bit easier for you to handle and for you to deal with, you know? I don't even know so. what compelled me to get these motherfucking twists. <laughs> I just knew I needed to get know. the twists and none of y'all was going to change my mind. That and was a I thanked the lucky stars. You're right. That was a save Yeah. I'm glad so then, you- so then we we had to get on the phone the day of the shoot. Yeah, and be I just think- like this. Yeah. Know, I think what for me, what I was concerned about is that I know Amanda even putting on one dress, how she wants her the team to be there. So it's like now she has to do 13 changes by herself, and there's different shoe changes, there's different earring changes, and I'm like. How do I do this in the best way where Amanda doesn't have to focus on the fashion of things and being able to just focus on being the host of it? Like, what is the most effective way that I can communicate with her of making sure that she's not overwhelmed thinking about those things? Because a lot of that shit got side zippers and back zippers that even sometimes that when it's just me is not enough. I need me and an assistant or somebody else there to help and do those things. So I was just like, Lord how's this going to happen? Because uh, a lot of this stuff is not easy, you know, for her to, for you to put on. So I'm glad that you were in a head space of understanding and knowing. And I also I think one thing that was for me personally, I was like, damn, the one time I get to style somebody for BT awards for that's hosting it. Why does it have to be like this? Why are we not at the studio at downtown? Why are we not doing a red carpet and all these things? And I really had to, 
and it was a devil in my head. And I was like, you know what? Don't let him do this because you guys are pioneering something. And Amanda is the first to do something that millions are watching because there's we are all dealing with this across the world. And I'm so glad that you are in a great headspace that you took direction from us and allowed us to help you help us help you to make it better so that it was more smooth because we were on a 12 hour Zoom call that I know you were going crazy, not just worrying about glam, but worrying about your lines and your placement and all of this shit. It was a lot. There was a whole nigga in the house doing nothing. (laughs) There was just so many moving parts that day. Like, like, can we just discuss for a second how when, so he had to set the shit up and he at one point had taken his shirt off, but he still had his chains on. And Tupac definitely fool, walked across the string. He definitely did. All I see is nipples. He had to walk through the camera, like, because he was like adjusting the camera, like, before we actually stopped. And this fool, Brian, gonna send us a gif of Tupac <laughs> in the I Get Around video. <laughs> Talk that's about that's what it looked like every time he walked through the camera. I have never forgotten that in my life. That will be my mind state forever and a day. Like I can't forget that moment. But I just, you know, I think for for what it's worth, y'all. Like I knew that I had to be a vessel for just what y'all in my best way for what y'all have planned. Like I pulled out. I should have gotten every union. Because I really feel like I had to pull out. I should have gotten every union after Uh that show. Because I feel like I had to pull out skills I didn't know I had. I had to just like. I don't. I don't think people really. I don't think people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't think people really understood what had to, what had to, what really went down and how it really had to happen for it to like come out the way it did. It looked effortless. People actually thought I did the makeup. They didn't really. They didn't see anything. They didn't see, they, they didn't know. They didn't know until I said something. And it was just like, uh, I literally, I prayed on it before we did our one-on-one. I was just like, God, please just give me options. Give me options. Please don't let her come out here. with. Because I don't think people understand. Like, it's like makeup is not something that is typically like, now there's things that are changing where you can, like there's one-on-ones or masterclasses through Zoom and all these type of things. But it's a very hands-on job. Like, you know, if I'm not there, it don't happen. You know what I'm saying? So for me, for something as major as this event, and I have to literally not only show you, but teach you in that very moment how I would do it and hope to pray to God that you have a couple different foundations and a couple of different um, concealers, (laughs) hope, hope and praying that they're the right color. What people don't understand is most people do not own the right shades for their skin. Like it right, sounds something right, sounds right, right. so obvious and it sounds so like, oh yeah, just show her how to do the makeup. No, like it's it's really hard to do that. Um, and not only that, like I have to do with what you have. You know what I'm saying? So when you showed me all the makeup you had, I was like, okay, all right, I know this, and I know that I already knew the names of it because the stuff I already had in my kit. I was just like, thank God. Yeah, she, she would be shit. like, Oh, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's Coral Gables. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was that saved it that saved it the fact that you had way more stuff than I thought and I just you know I was like we're gonna start off super light because we got a long day ahead of us she has a lot of different looks but and you I knew built it I, up and then we yeah. coupled it with Nikki yeah. 
y'all had this science like, okay, we can't do wild, crazy. You can't overwhelm yeah, you because you still got a whole show to do by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, tell me this. What were like three, what were your three favorite looks? I have a really quick question before we get into that, before I forget. When we were originally supposed to do it on a stage, was it always going to be all green screen or was there going to be a build out of a fake stage? Like, like a, it was going to be green screen, but it was going to have like real elements. Got it. Uh, so like, you know, I had the mic for, I mean, it wasn't much different. It was just going to be higher quality. What were your three favorite looks? Uh, my three favorite looks were, I think, definitely the Hillary Banks, the custom look by Bitch Me. I love that. Um, we got a lot of compliments on that. Um, and because people got it automatically, like people got it. And I was so happy that it went for, you know, that it was for the BET News. That was one of my favorite looks. Another one was the uh, Sergio Hudson um, Black Panther spin, like sexy kind of moment. Um, that and so toss between the blue sexy dress and the colorful um and the gold uh uh Sergio Hudson. Oh, the Bobby Jones gospel. I mean, we did thirteen. <laughs> we, but I, I mean, I'm like, cause I'm like, you're not even naming coming to America dress. Yeah, cause it's you. I love that one. All of them. All of them. Mary was my J. Blige, you know, Black Lives Matter jersey. Yes, it was. I still need to find out if I get to keep my Dapper Dan suit. I'm still waiting for that email. I'm sorry. I will. I'm gonna hit him today. I will. I, I really. I just thought it was amazing how y'all like in the moment shifted, and we still gave them entire situations. Seriously, I love. Then there was the Afro. Oh, God. <laughs> How did you, I mean, let's talk about you cutting. So, really I quickly. cut the wig. Don't oh. do it, Nikki. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say, Brian? I did it. <laughs> <laughs> let's be very clear that Amanda is trying to come for our jobs, but that will <laughs> never, ever, ever happen. Let's be very clear. So, with every, with every look, she got quicker and better. Yes. With, with every look. We were, we were literally just like, in these looks. She was knocking out these looks like within five minutes. It was just like, okay, pin I was like, this we gotta hair, get this, this shit hair. done. We got, right. We gotta get this shit done. We got the to afro, do it. The afro was like ten times your size, and you pulled out. I don't know where you got these Home Depot scissors from. You went and pulled them out, and you cut it down to size, and it looked amazing. That was one of my favorite looks. Was that afro? And we had so the Afro was so big, y'all. We all looked at we all were just on the FaceTime, like, oh no, yo. I I I don't I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> what people know. don't what people need to know is we never told Amanda to start chopping at the afro. We were just saying, damn, I wish we could just cut into it. Like yeah, Nikki was just like, damn, I wish I was there to cut in it. And then all of a sudden the scissors just One appeared second. and, One and Amanda got quiet. And then she just started chopping. We're just like, uh, this go left or right? There's only one. There's only one afro. <laughs> That's it. But it worked out. It worked out. Yeah. It worked no, out. It I was did. massive. It was massive. I hope that next year we're we're in a world where we can do this for real. Because I've already staked my claim. Like I get to do a real one. I no, did. A, I did. A, 
But people really loved the show. Yeah. It's a great show. It I really feel it. like, you know, the performances and um, combined with like what we did and, and, you know, I just feel like overall it just was a show that was different to me because it was the most authentically like just straight up unapologetically black that I felt like unapologetically revolutionary black that I feel like BET has gotten a chance to, to actually step into in a while. Yeah. Wait, I can hear, I can, I see a shadow looming. Shadow? Oh, Amanda. Oh. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> You'll see Brian with his wig? No. no. That was I'm, on my, I'm on my phone, so I can only oh, see. swipe, swipe about. right. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> it was a ludicrous afro. Yes. It was even bigger than that. No, that was the same like, afro. I think he had that same one because it had a cone in the middle of it. Yeah. It was a whole body on her head. Yes. And then it came out like this. <laughs> like, but I can't my role playing wig, so I can't do that. <laughs> and you know what? But it's wanted, good that was big. I wanted because... to pay homage to Free. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to pay homage to Free. You yep. know, because free 106 in Park. And it was like, I'm not giving up this Afro. Because we had thought for a second, like, you know yeah, what? Screw it. Like, it. it's yeah. too much. It's too much. And I was like, no, I told her I was going to show her love. And we're going to show her love. Yeah. And you know what? But, it's probably good that it was that big because all them twists would not have fit in it. Like, you know, you were able to hide the twist without making it look bulky. Right. Right. If it was smaller, you would have saw that big bun in the center. It I will say awful. this, though. I pray that I don't even want to call it a redo, but I pray that we get a chance to actually I do literally it. just said this. When you had stepped yeah. away to get the wig, I was like, yo, I put in the bid already to do it for real. No. like I pray that we get to actually do it in the way that we would have imagined. And I appreciate that we did do it this way because it made us be creative in a way that we didn't ever know in life that we right. as we would have right. had. But I pray that Amanda will host again and it's where everyone, the world is COVID free and it's safe and that we get to do it on the, the right sound stages and do the looks the correct, not the correct way. Well, we didn't even, we weren't even going to do exactly. all those looks, right? Like yeah, if we, we had done it for do. real, how yeah. many yeah. do you think we would have done? We would have maybe did maybe four to five and that's and plus a red carpet look. Yeah. But I prayed that because it was such a great thing. And I unfortunately would couldn't have a photographer. So that was maybe the only thing that I was like, ah, because of image wise, where a lot of people couldn't get to get to read the looks in the same way of like how dope your hair was with each look and each change in, in your makeup and just the small right. little details, like people didn't really get to get to see that. And so I hope that we are, we get to do it in a way where, is done in the way that we would have imagined. Now, I won't say the right way because nothing is ever on accident, but I pray that we get to do it in the way that we... Because, because at the end of the day, we showed, our, we showed our talent in a different type of way, all yeah. of us. Like, at the end of the day, this, I just hope people remember who was the first to ever do it. Like, I just okay. hope that's written in stone because you know how things happen because this was not something we were prepared for at all and, we, and it was executed. Now, when I saw it, which you don't even know this. The B BT channel was not even showing in my room. I was watching it through FaceTime on um with Nikki. I was pissed. Because I'm just like, it's pixelated, it's pixelated. I can't see anything. I was like, this damn hotel doesn't have BT. 
two days later, they got BT. I was able to rewatch it. But like, I was just like, like I was literally holding up my cell phone on a FaceTime yeah. to the TV throughout the whole entire show yeah. so that I'm um, oh, so um, able to make it see. Yes, but when I watched it, I was oh, you just went like, home? huh? You went home, Nikki? Nikki oh yeah, I, I went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's a nurse. She had to go. You know, I yeah, I stayed. So I I I watched it through FaceTime, and then you know, two two days later, I think they fixed it. And I was able to watch it, but seeing it on TV because that's when that's the real truth. At least I know definitely for makeup, that is the real truth. Like how it's gonna look on the big screen. Yeah. So I was just like, what is this gonna look like? Because when I saw it through Zoom, everything else is still not perfectly clear. it on tv and when i saw it on tv i was just like you look really good yeah. like you look really good like and when i was able to um share the story with some people of, like behind the scenes people were just like wait what they were like i, I can't believe no it. way <laughs> yeah i can amanda did you feel more comfortable that it ended up being at your house or no did that help at all no because being at my house was it felt invasive. Like, I mean, mm. I could make it, I made it work, but like, I would have really just preferred it be the way that we were going to do it. Like at the studio, because when you're at the studio, you're like, this is what we're here for. You yeah. know, like being in my house, it was like a little too comfortable. Yeah. Um, so like certain stuff would like happen, like the mic, you know, like not remembering to put the mic on with every look but then nobody's like reminding me to put the mic on. It was yeah. just like, it was just so much to be like on right. me at that time. And then like, I didn't really have, like, I didn't have help. Like homie, you know, I asked him to zip up my dress a couple of times. You would have swear I asked him to paint the house with the, with the, with the that came along with the request. Um, you know, and then like Brian said, like, it's hard to zip up some of them dresses. And so, you know, at one point he's just like, God, you know like so it was like anything manual labor including zipping up the dress was just beyond yeah. um but i think for what it's worth like i really came up doing that in the house mm. like doing green screen and characters and shit so it was it was it was oddly re like it was like deja vu Okay. Right. No, you yeah. were the best person that could have happened to. What if somebody had no experience with any of that kind of stuff? Could you imagine? It's a good thing you already know, you know, green screen, production, sound, you know, all that kind of stuff already. Otherwise, I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely don't know. Um, I said this on Breakfast Club and I will say it again. I might say it three times in this podcast. I don't know who could, who else could have done it because I no. barely yeah, did it. I agree. Yeah, like Very. that was a lot. And, and yeah. I say that not just about me, but y'all. I don't know, you know, what other makeup, hair, like wardrobe stylists could have pulled this off because so much of it required you all being able to have vision outside of your comfort zone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And being able to see like through the pixelation of a FaceTime, <laughs> you know, like... Okay, this is your okay waterline. Put it on your waterline. Put it on. Put it, put it on your waterline. You know, Nikki being like, okay, what you're gonna do is you're gonna take three <laughs> strands. You're gonna take three strands. You're gonna wrap. Yep. 
Yeah, yep. keep going. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you know, stop. I'm trying to show. Okay. I'm trying to show Brian with the with the phone. Like, okay, you see it? You see it? How you see? Right. It? I gotta go in front of the camera, and uh, you know, then it's like, and then you gotta do random shit sometimes, like on the spot, because sometimes the vision, once it's on the body, is like, oh damn, I thought that lip would look good, but let's try something else. Or right. like we had to do that with the hat. Like we had yeah. an original hat that we had chosen for Hillary, but then I, at the last minute was like, I don't like that hat. What about this hat? And Brian's like, no. And then we were like, oh, actually, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so just having to be flexible in that way. I want to thank y'all and just let you know that I appreciate you. I do want to fight. Somebody, I really though. have like a little documentary that I've been working, working on about that day. But, uh, <laughs> I do want to fight somebody. Really wanted... Wait, huh? Brian wants to fight somebody. I want to fight whoever. Told us that they were taking pictures with the. I knew he was gonna say. That. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. No, people don't understand. Pictures yeah, are amazing. pictures with the fucking Zoom cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures are a big deal. People don't understand. Wait. It's a big deal. What? You know the you, the pictures that we have are from Zoom. Those were not from. They told the professional I, I, cameras. I it was, they were taking steals from the camera. Yeah, because that's what that you specifically asked for that. Yes. And it was with this camera that we own now from somebody's <laughs> HP. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. That's an IQ thing. That's laziness and IQ. But one thing that we don't deal with, y'all. Is late deal with with y'all is laziness and low IQ, and I just want you all to know I appreciate everything that you do and have done, and how we got here. We still going somehow, some way, you know. And I really, I really wish y'all could take this moment and like create content because, like, you taught me in real time how to do these things. And in this world where folks is just in the house, I get up and get dressed and try and put together a look every day, yeah. every day. So mm -hmm. like folks still want to know how to do their hair. Right. Folks still want to know how to do their makeup. Folks is still getting a look together. Like I'm currently like every day I literally wake up and I do this. Brian's going to be like, I hate you. Gonna show us your only fans. <laughs> 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 I have said before that I want to do, I want to only fans where it's just, um, it's like I'm naked, but I have like books covering me. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you done told the world. Now they'll know that it's you. Yeah, and <laughs> the caption got to say, I got knowledge on my coochie. That, is that what, okay. <laughs> so every morning I wake up and I do this. What is this? A fa fashion fun. What's oh, wow. Tracksuit. And it will oh, tell me what? what I'm going to wear today. So I have on here tracksuit, skirt, shorts, crop top, dress, jumpsuit, jeans, pants, coordinates, all black. And so it's a fun little game that I play. As you can tell, oh, today cool. was. Oh, wow. Coordinates. That's cute. Oh, that outfit's cute. cute. This is that would be like a nice. That would be like a nice right. app where. Well, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, 
I am gonna be. I'm. I, I am gonna do more um, virtual one on ones and stuff like that. And thank God I have background in teaching because that helps also. Um, but uh, it's. I'm it's. Did your makeup in here today? Because this is everything. Yeah. Right, a whole moment. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, I mean thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot of people were just like, oh, you offer you taking your pictures for your mail order bride catalog. Like what is like, what? <laughs> Who me? <laughs> Girl, you, you, up, you updating your Tinder profile? Like what is look, this? The only way thing I look your right now. Better than any, you got a whole lighting. She got everything going on. Yes. Oh yeah. A lighting, of course. Cause you know, that's lighting. But oh, the way I look has absolutely nothing to do with the way I feel. So it's one of those things where it's just like, I feel like absolute shit. So I'm going to use this opportunity just to just put a little extra um, effort in to make myself feel good at the moment. Right. That's what this you is. You look great. You yeah. look amazing. Fabulous, darling. Fabulous. Yo, if you would have saw me like an hour ago, you would have been like, who the hell is that? It would have been a whole happy <laughs> situation. That's no, how bad it was. Like crazy. Cooking meals. Like Wi Fi was on my head. Like, I look up. Shut hot up, now. Brian. You see Brian be trying to slide shit in? <laughs> cooking meals. I didn't hear what kids. you say. What do you say? I have to cook for my kids. Amanda hates when I talk about my children. Oh, here we go. The children. Brian, There's five what are your now? children's names? Fendi and Junior. Fendi is spelled P H E N D I. <laughs> and Junior is not a junior. His name is just Junior. And he's <laughs> Junior on Players Club. Ronnie's <laughs> brother. Yo, and he's not even cracking a smile. He's dead serious. (laughs) And so what what happens is he will bring this up as if, you know, it's just casual conversation. And what he'll do is he'll do something like this. He'll be like, oh, my God. And you're like, what's up? He's like, I'm just. I'm so frustrated. And you're like, why? He's like. I just feel like Fendi is not doing her best in class. And I just want her to just live up to her potential. And she's not listening. And you're like, y'all gonna let me but I love y'all. Thank you for contributing to what many have said is the best BET Awards ever. And yes. more importantly, yes. love you. Uh, to, We're going to put it hosting again next year. Yeah, we'll put it out there. We'll put it we'll out there. One out of many. Guys. One out of many. But this will go down in the books for sure. This is show. We all should be collectively be very proud of ourselves. Seriously. Absolutely. Yes. Let's take a picture. One, two, three. Okay. Thank (laughs) y'all. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Take a picture of this outfit. This outfit's really cute. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. Wait, Amanda, I want you to put your hair, wrap the three around. <laughs> and I want you to G-string the show when you're with your crop. Right. I want you to G-string to show with your crop. Did you like my shirt that I wore, my top that I wore for the Breakfast Club? Yeah. Like the pink one, super cute. The pink one, that was so yeah. cute. And that was a great interview, too. What, did that, did that, um... It had, it had wire in the... No? How does it stand up like that? The fabric, it's like a stiffer... But it wasn't hard. It's all, it's it's dope. And I got pants to match it. So cute. Oh, really? Oh, you got to wear the whole outfit together. The pants just got here. I had to find the fucking pants. I had it's to like... It gave me very Tracy Ellis. Wait, I love Brian, it. did you sell her for that? 
No, you know, Amanda thinks she's a stylist herself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew nothing about it. Knew yeah. nothing of the sort. Look at him. Look at him. He's like, it was cute. <laughs> I can't. Love you guys. Great seeing right, you guys. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.